0: Hideous Tomfoolery. We have grown in number. Uh, we have we have an extra, well, not an extra, another person on the party <laughs> here. We've we've introduced another character, um, and because of that, there is the concern with the the natural twenty board. So we now have three Southern Tomfooleries versus two. Hideous laughter. So, Griffin, do you want to explain what we're going to do to kind of balance that out?
1: Of course, dude. I mean, I love the friendly rivalry. I'm stuck with Steve, so we all know who's going to lose. (laughs) But I think it's only fair that because we have a different number of people, that we kind of just divide our totals by the amount of people we have rolling. So... Uh, I think we should still keep Adam separate. I mean, he's the GM of this. He's rolling far more than the the rest of us. Well, he's He's rolling against all of us. Yeah, Yeah. so fuck that. But I I think uh, we take mine and Steve's totals, divide by two, and we take Zach, Emily, and Heath's and divide by three. Does that seem fair? Per capita. Per capita. (laughs) (laughs) Which sucks because it means that I've technically gotten two and a
2: half natural ones. All right. <laughs> so, yeah I'd, yeah, I'd like to say that some some people consider me the anchor of this team. However, the anchor is a very integral part of a ship. So, you know, I'm important. <laughs> I'm yeah.
3: considering it yeah, like especially uh, when you're like not trying ship, to get somewhere.
2: We're a ship that's trying to leave
1: port, and you've remained anchored. Dude, I don't want to. Now you're sea. tearing
2: my
3: bow apart. I don't want
2: to go to sea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't particularly want to fight the swarm. You're I want to be saved. that one.
4: Well, Steve, I just want you to know I, I appreciate what you're doing, man. As a, as a healer main, like yeah, I see you one. out there.
1: I see you, dog. At least your thanks, healer bro. main has
0: other methods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay. so Zach, welcome, welcome to. Hey, Tom Ford. Thanks for having me. Hey, round
1: yeah. of applause for Zach, man.
3: Yeah. 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 Hey, man.
4: I literally threatened every single one of you.
1: You <laughs> did. In order to he get did. on the show. I was
4: held at gunpoint. Um, he said, listen. Don't. Actually, that, maybe that's a little too harsh. So I want to lie to people and think <laughs> I, that I'm like doing
3: something. Hey, some man. Zach, I just want to say it's really good to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> nice meeting you, bud. <laughs> you too. I think, too, I I too, think this is
1: the beginning think, of a beautiful friendship. The beginning of a long friendship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I'll take yeah. over yeah. the gravelly voice from here.
4: I know like look first of all I I do want to say that it is very tough for me um, to try to keep my character's accent going when Heath is doing a southern accent which is already infectious and then Griff (laughs) is doing a gravelly accent and I just like I want to break into something that I'm not supposed to do so bad so it's going to be tough but I'm going to try it's a good challenge well Well,
3: I mean I feel you you're like a chipper kind of like cockney thing too though so like I get a little bit of that it's oh, a li- no, it's, it's Kiwi. A little a little Mike, maybe.
5: Well, I was feeling Kiwi, but okay.
3: Okay, that's cool. Well, um, well, I mean, going even further back, the problem with Mike is that I went for Cockney, but I had just gotten done playing an Australian character, so, so it's all over the place.
1: Somewhere in between. Uh, speaking of things that are out of line, though, all of your accents, yes, but also, <laughs> uh, I heard a can crack, and we have not asked what people are drinking. Oh, well, that's important. Well, get us get us going then. Well, we'll go with the main offender, Zach. What are you drinking, buddy?
4: I am drinking another uh, Susie B this evening
1: because they are delicious. Speaking of delicious, Heath, <laughs> what you drinking, buddy? Oh, ah,
3: didn't think it was coming my way, but I love it. <laughs> um, I'm drinking uh, Modelo, the dark one.
0: <laughs> ah, so you can't set them up for the same one.
3: I can do what I want.
0: Fair. <laughs> Grown ass man. People, I can do what I want to. Adam, what you do? Hey, uh, I'm sticking with the gin and tonic for for this one, too. So that's where I'm at. Well, speaking of somebody
2: that's also where I'm at, Steve. Hi, Griff. Uh, you drinking, th- bud. This is Steve Strappel here from the Hideous Laughter podcast. So do I play this every time. <laughs> <laughs> I play Matumbe and Saw I'd on the it. Evil Interludes. Um, tonight, I'm going to be drinking a Fresca and Gin, the classy beverage of mixed beverages. Speaking of the only classy person on this podcast, Emily,
1: what you drinking?
5: I really thought you were going to kick it to yourself, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't have take that it. much pride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, too, am sticking with my the same thing that I had last time, the Not Your Father's root Beer, because it's yummy.
3: So, I mean, you know, I hate to break the veil over here, but it's like none of us changed any alcohol because, like, we're just recording a second time in the same day. <laughs> yeah. Speaking
1: of people that have changed alcohol, hey, it's me, Griff. <laughs> the only person who's continuity of this podcast. I'm drinking a George Remus bourbon, straight bourbon whiskey, 94 proof. It's going Ooh. down smooth Look. by itself because I finished my Celtics look i'm ready to I'm, rock
3: i'm only here or at least like 55 percent of the reason i'm here is to set you up for your transitions
1: that's what like you got to get in that stride because i need some people on my side like I usually i, I, I have brooks and good. he's on my side but you know i think a new we'll group get there. of people
0: i don't we're know st- we're still feeling it out i think we'll get there and we're i mean we're all still a little hungover too i'm you know, there like. Yeah,
1: guys! Congrats no. on episode fifty. Yeah, what thank you thank, yeah. you. thank you. I almost threw up the next morning, so I can't imagine how you guys felt. <laughs>
0: we almost threw like up before the... the before we started doing the stream. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I, no, I
3: I literally did. I, we took another shot of Jameson, and there was like four minutes left, and I took too large of a shot and breathed weird, and like I just <laughs> stood at the table doing little burps. To try to to get get the vomit to go away until they were like, Hey, we got to record.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, like we were sitting there, like places, places, and he's just sitting there.
1: (sighs) As a man who's done that for a while, if you guys are getting into that, just call me Shadow Facts because I'll show you the meaning of pace.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow.
3: Man uh, I wasn't sure where you
1: were going with that, Griff, but you got us there, man. I brought
4: it
0: in. Yeah. Speaking of pace, you guys outpaced the swarm and made it across the bridge. And uh, you know, you also made it just in time before the bridge blew. And most of <laughs> <the> it <time. laughs> And uh you are now at Fort Gallant and you have met a new companion by the name of Vin. I think that's where we're going to go with, right? Vin or Vinny. Yeah, that Uh, works. um, And this lieutenant has told you that um, immediately upon your arrival that the commander general would like to speak to you and get a report. And so he's leading you to her office. So he takes you to one of the few two-story structures in the camp. And he ushers you up a small external metal staircase. And the door at the top has a placard outside that reads, Commander General Darquin. As you step inside... Duck? <laughs> Darkwin, you fucking duck. took it Darkwin, out of my mouth. Duck. Uh, as you step inside, <laughs> you are hit with the unmistakable smell of antiseptic and blood. Um... The office inside is a mess, with a large wooden desk in the center and piles of data pads and electronic maps pushed onto the floor. A human woman in a long military coat lies on a table being tended to by a pair of SDF medics. A name tag on her shoulder reads H. Najiri. Her left leg is badly hurt, which is a bit of an understatement considering... (laughs) that most of the muscle and flesh has been ripped to shreds and the underlying bone is visible. Sorry, the wound looks fairly recent, but the signs of infection are already apparent. She bites down on the leather handle of a survival knife as one of the medics finishes cutting through her femur with a laser scalpel. Um, The destroyed leg falls to the ground with a sickening thud, and the woman stifles a scream as she jabs herself with a serum of healing she notices you she focuses her attention to you and the medics continue their work she says you all just crossed the detamar welcome to fort gallant the commander general is dead his second died of his wounds a few hours ago and i'm what's left of the command structure here the name is commander hadia najiri I apologize for the blood. Just got back a few hours ago from fighting off the swarm to the south. One of the little buggers snuck up on me while I was pulling the pin from a grenade. I nearly took my leg off. Our field medic didn't survive the ambush and the trek here didn't do the wound any favors. Instead of hobbling around for the rest of the war, I opted for a cybernetic replacement. If you don't mind being debriefed while the good doctors here do their work I'd like to hear how you made it out of Branoa alive oh boy Adam um I'm
2: very excited about this so <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> I, I,
0: I put this in here just for you
2: oh thank you um, so <laughs> as, as, the, as the leg falls to the ground as she's saying this um, smelling blood and antiseptic Natasi breathes really deep um and kind of sighs to herself. Um, When she asks for a debrief, Natasha will respond back. Before we continue, are you sure you're ready for command? I can check to see if you're diseased or poisoned if you like. See if the wound is infected.
0: I think that the medics here have that under control. I, I appreciate your offer, but I would like to hear how you arrived here first.
2: I'll let them do their jobs then. Natasi kind of takes a step back. She's not gonna debrief.
0: She's she's like, fine then, I don't wanna help you. Whatever. <laughs> Could save <stayed laughs> that leg,
2: but fuck you.
1: <laughs>
3: um so I am sorry, I am stupid. What is what was the name of the our previous superior? Jaldamarek. Jaldamarek. Okay. Yeah, so I mean <clears throat> you boy Tex steps forward a little bit, takes his hat off, bows a little bit. Uh, pleasure to meet you, ma'am. A uh, fella by the name of Jaldomaric sent us along, and uh, unfortunately, to ensure the success of that endeavor, he sacrificed himself to the Swarm.
0: Yes, I, I had heard that Jaldomaric has fallen. That is most distressing, he was a good man.
1: He trusted us enough to give us this badge. And Sig would kind of... Like, shine it. <laughs> Gives her the sheriff's badge that has Tex written on text it. Tex just uh, <laughs> crossed out, Jaldimaric.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My name's not Tex. It's fine. He trusted us with his badge, which we immediately defaced.
0: Well,
3: well I did.
0: <laughs> um, she says, Well, you must wear this with ono, then. If he gave it to you, I am not here to take it from you. And. You you must be something special to have gotten such a such an achievement. Now please tell me how it is that you got here.
3: Uh, cross that. I mean, bridge that got blown up.
0: Yeah, you won every hour
1: of our uh, walk over here because <laughs> it was it took some time.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah. So you you know, you guys can just say that you give her kind of the summary. Um, is there any particular things of note that you want to relate to her that you think is important? or
5: We would... Uh, Yvari would kind of say the types of swarm that we encountered along the way. Yeah, I think as
1: Yvari's like explaining the, they're the dredgers, right, that we fought initially. Yeah. Then... Like, <laughs> Sig would be like, Dothing armor and showing like the the size of like the bite wound of one of these things like scarred into him yeah. because these things like these things hit him and Yavari like a truck. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I mean I mean they were like to level one characters they were doing like seven and eight HP of damage like taking out his stamina in a shot. Yeah. And so he I think I imagine he would still have the scars of those combats on him and he'd be like. Yeah, like the, you know, the jaws about, I don't know, foot and a half wide.
3: <laughs> about yay. Shit Not sucks. Yay.
1: <laughs> like it, it got my whole shoulder in one bite.
3: So, um, so hold on, to piggyback on that, I think I, uh, Tex would do the same with the Scyther Centaurs that shot the, the Scyther like. Scyther Centaurs? <laughs> yeah. That shot the like weird, uh, <clears throat> you know, they, they shot a prongy thing into him. A dart, right. yeah,
0: like a spine, darts, yeah. like a little spine, yeah. Mm-hmm. A barb.
3: Yeah, so he probably still has the barb. I feel like.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, she takes a look at that. Um, Natasi, While they're talking, I want you to roll a perception check. Um, and she and so, but in the meantime, I, I'm going to show you what she looks like too. I, I forgot to do that, but here, here is what she looks like. She's got kind of a short cropped hair. Um, dark skin, um, f- quite quite pretty. You know, she's got like a little notch in her eyebrow, brown eyes, um, and she looks very interesting. Uh, interested in what you're telling her and what you're showing her about the swarm and the components, and making notes. What did you roll in that perception?
2: Um, I, can I actually ask you first what exactly I'm percepting for? What kind of so, kind so of you're watching? Sensor you're maybe?
0: Watch, so you're watching the. Um, the doctors that are working on her. The medics. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can roll a medicine if you'd prefer.
2: Would that give me different information? Uh, It's not really about that. Okay. Because I rolled a natural one on that perception.
6: i <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
3: Uh, put it on the board, huh? You,
6: put you guys at
0: six. Alright, go, go ahead and roll all
2: on you, bro. <laughs> but the
0: perception comes up to a nine. If I can also <laughs> roll a medicine. No, you can roll a, a separate perception. How about that? Or <laughs> right, no, roll a separate medicine rather.
5: Steve, okay. please roll it with your other hand. Like give your dice the stranger. Left
0: handed rolling, rolling, dude. Left handed
4: rolling. Use your I've other hand, done hand done to take before. yourself out
1: of the room. <laughs> <laughs> give me the character sheet let me roll it.
2: <laughs> Griff, you gotta look at this shit.
1: No way, man. <laughs> no, way, no way,
3: Holy man. shit! Is it serious? Do you know?
1: Do you know? Since we've been re- like the last episode into this episode, that is your fifth natural one in a row, dude.
5: Oh, yeah. Steve,
6: God. are you
4: insane? Yeah, okay? Steve, Steve, you are need you... to take a hammer and just smash that D twenty, bro. It's not doing you any favors. I've been
2: rotating between three different D Yeah, that's D20s. the problem. <laughs> he's
3: he's <laughs> now won on three or four different dice. That's amazing. Oh
2: this is so statistically absurd. That is well, five it, in a row. It,
0: it seems like that uh, C- Commander Najiri was right about not having you help with the prosthetic attachment. Um because oh. you notice nothing, nor do you have anything to add to the to this situation with those kind of roles. I'm sorry to hear about it. Um, in the I'm meantime, just, I, I, I'm just staring at her stump. <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, all the girls like to hear. uh, (laughs) she's like gritting through some of the pain. Um, She says, "Well, this is very, uh, this is very interesting. Thank you for your report. Do you have any questions?"
3: Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Uh, text. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, good buddy.
1: No, you're good, buddy. You're more charismatic than me.
3: You, you are absolutely correct. Uh, yeah, so I mean, what's the fucking situation here? Uh, we we just got blown across a bridge. Very charismatic. Uh, I look like, charisma manifests in a lot of ways, uh, but but he's he's being direct with her. But I'm not trying to be rude. But like, what's what's the situation here with this base and the overall status of of the war at hand? I mean, looks like we're getting our fucking asses kicked.
0: Yes. Communications are spotty. Intel suggests the swarm knocked out our satellites before touching down in three main landing sites. To the north in Naliasanga, to the south in Kalsa Orthro, and of course, Brnoa. We are still waiting on casualty reports to calculate how bad the damage is. But it is looking like a nightmare scenario right now. A full swarm air and ground invasion force, millions strong.
3: Okay, well, what resources do you have here?
0: Well, now that we have taken down all the bridges across the Detomar River, we have some time to regroup and rest, maybe even a day or two. For now, we sit tight until we get additional orders and protect those civilians under our roof.
3: Okay, well, that didn't say anything about resources.
0: We don't have much in resources. (laughs) I, I, I cannot sugarcoat this to you. It is a bad situation.
3: No, you got no ships over here anything like that cars vehicles
0: we have a few vehicles uh, right now our focus is on protecting the, the civilians I'm trying don't to get how many them civilians the last count was near 150. it's not enough too many have died
1: miss Najiri. come showed Nijiri. you our uh, our scars and told you about where we came from and I'm just wondering uh well have you ever heard of these types of swarm
0: are they new the dredgers are something new I have not seen these before the Forthama they have been rare before but they seem to be much more present in this attack I do not know what it means from all reports, this seems like a new invasion force. Given the tactics the Swarm have used in the past on other planets, this seems to be an offensive strategy where it moves as quickly as possible from location to location in order to overrun defensive forces before anyone can muster a counterattack via orbital bombardment. But who knows how much of the Space Corps command is even still intact, so our air support might never come.
3: Yeah, the old blitz slash shock and awe tactics, huh? Seems to be the case, yes. Well, so we we may have bought ourselves a little bit of time, and that's good. But if, you know, if we're going to regroup over the next day or so, what what A, what's the plan and B, how many actual fighting men and women are we dealing with here?
0: There is only 20 to 30 soldiers here at this camp. It is not good, soldier. However, our Quartermaster did make it with a few crates of things, so you might want to talk to Jenkser first if you need to resupply your ammo. Uh, You have done well. I think you have earned some well-needed rest, and... The Quartermaster is quite resourceful. She can fabricate gear we don't have on hand, if it's within reason. The Lieutenant will set you up with an allowance of UPBs. Make them count. We cannot afford to requisition more. And she gives each of you a medallic order form engraved with an allowance of a thousand UPBs. Lit! Nice. That's what's up. Mm. she says but and like as they twist the final bit of the augment leg augmented leg onto her "Ah, I think that I need some time to recoup you are dismissed soldiers
3: alright thank you ma'am so as we turn to walk
0: out Vin
4: will kind of address the group and say "Uh, pardon me governors but I just heard that we got no resources no plan and no reinforcements Yes, sir. Reckon me mum was right after all. Yep. And he just shakes his head and just keeps walking.
3: If we're being honest, we're kind of fucked here, but uh, we just got pretty much got paid to try to do something about it.
4: Yeah.
3: And it's not, money and no goods. Well, it's not like we're mm. getting off the planet.
1: Can
4: any of no.
3: you
1: t- turn uh, five thousand UPBs into unfucked? <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: if I if I was at a casino, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> good point
4: oh, so, uh, so are we heading to the quartermaster or are we taking a rest first yeah so- you have
0: an option so as you leave the lieutenant that uh, that escorted you there is waiting right outside the door and he says yes uh, well I can direct you here and he points over towards the barracks where you can get some rest and then he says in the quartermaster's Tent is over there, and he points to you kind of on either sides of this fort's courtyard, which is kind of filled with civilians and soldiers and stuff like that.
3: Look, I don't, I don't know about you fellas. I'm tired and all that, but I, I want to check out this quartermaster and see what we're working with. Yeah, I know. think that's
1: a good call,
3: Tex. Hey, uh, Vin, I don't, I don't know if we got a chance.
1: You know, it's a short ride over, but. Be good to know what you're good at. I'm good at taking a hit. I mean, it fucking hurts, but I can at least turn it into something. What do you do?
4: Well, me was a nanotechnician, and my mom was an elf, so, you know, just combine the two and see what happens. All right. That doesn't really help with the kind feel, of gear feel, you're going to want. feel like that's
3: <laughs> particularly vague. Some sort of <laughs> techno elf. i, I I, I think y'all,
4: uh... Oh, God, I'm doing text. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. I think y'all, uh... No, um... <laughs> uh, Technomancer. To put
1: oh, simply. Okay. Ah. That'd be a big help to us. You're probably a pretty clever guy.
3: Yeah, and none of us are... Yeah, it's weird how
1: stupid we all are. Dumb, I'm
3: charismatic as hell, but I am I'm dumb not as smart. <laughs> so, so in in you know, in order to, I imagine we would all kind of explain to him what we're
0: yeah about
3: mm-hmm. and do that. You know, I mean, For I'm sure, I'm good sure, sure. at three things, and that's sweet talking, drinking whiskey on the porch, and summoning shit from another plane called Texas somewhere on another planet. <laughs>
1: The gods grace me with Betty. (laughs) So I got one thing I gotta do raise Betty in defense of you. Well, everyone but Yvari is pretty fucking squishy.
3: Yeah, (laughs) Bamalam. Whoa, Black Betty! (laughs) (laughs) In Bamalam we trust. (laughs) In Bamalam we trust. Well, um. I suppose you're. all I have left. Well you want to run to the quartermaster with us? Or if you want to take off and get some shut-eye, we won't fault you for it. Right behind you, governor.
1: I'm I'm right. Glad we know what you're good at, though, because I think we're going to have to make each other count. If we want to turn this situation into a win for us. Oh, uh, We're proper fucked if we don't. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys are heading to the quartermaster, right? Yes. Yes, yeah. we are. All right. As you guys are making your way across the courtyard... You see a young civilian woman come up to you. She's got black hair with kind of blue tint. She's wearing blue lipstick. Um, she's got blue eyes. She's wearing a collar. She's kind of wearing a, like a black leather trench coat and some workman's gloves and some slacks. And uh, on. Huh? Hm? What do you say? You want you want a picture?
3: Yes. Yeah. Emily's uh, Emily's like I'm interested.
0: <laughs>
3: go on. Hey baby. <laughs> hey baby. Hey
2: baby. Hey baby. This is not going to be one of those song, campaigns look, where we just sleep with everybody. Look, boys say.
3: Boys oh, maybe
6: say.
0: it is. I don't know. You speak
3: for yourself. I got 18 charisma.
0: <laughs> um
3: and a she, and
0: a dragon for a best friend. So she she uh she walks up to you. And let's see here. All right. So she walks up to you, uh, Tex. And she says, thank you for your service to Suskelin.
6: I just want to let you know I will keep you in my prayers to Iomaday each night. You, You saved us all. Or at least you helped
0: and, and she, when she does that, she, like, gives you, like, a big hug. She just, like, walks up and puts an arm around your waist.
3: Oh, well, around my waist?
0: Mm-hmm. She bends real so far she,
3: down. I was like, so she lays on the ground? <laughs> <laughs>
0: she definitely kind of, like, well, she picks you up.
3: Yeah, no, well, well, thank you so much, man. I give her a pat, you know, on the shoulder, edge around to the back a little bit. Um, Yuvar wants uh, a sense motive. It's, yeah, you can do that while, uh, what's what's You can saying? do a sense
0: motive if you want. Uh, she says, Oh, my name's Anicia. It's a pleasure to meet you.
3: Uh, pleasure to What's meet you. What's your name? Uh, I'm Tex Arcana, and he takes his hat off, bows down. Uh, oh,
0: Tex, that's a beautiful name. Thank you so much. And uh, kind of patting you, kind of continuing to pat you on the back. Uh, what'd you get on that sense motive there, Ivari?
5: Ivari thinks she has real pretty hair with a nine.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, you do and she does have really pretty hair you're right about that um okay yeah and so she's just she's just and then she says oh and uh talk to me about the rest of you you all, you all helped uh, My, as I said my name is Anisia. it's a pleasure to meet you what about the rest of you just call me Vinny love Finny, yeah, you seem like a right good chap. I, 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 I although I, I haven't quite seen anybody that looks quite like you around these parts. Well, you, you probably won't. Uh, well, I have now, eh? And uh, she goes to kind of give you a pat on the back. All right, little touchy-feely, that I love, but sure, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, okay, and this then she's
5: gonna rob us blind. <laughs> what,
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, ma'am? What? what? What's your name?
2: I'm Natasi. I kept the rest of them alive while we were crossing the bridge.
0: I'm a oh, battle so trauma nurse. Oh, so you're the real hero and she comes up and like tries to give you a handshake. Don't
2: fucking touch me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, right. No, no. I, I like this one. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. don't no. touch the goods. Yeah, I Well, I didn't mean no harm. Um Hey, no harm,
1: no foul. Just now you know.
3: Uh okay. I know exactly. Is it, I, I don't. I, whoa! I went, Mike, real hard. Oh, this so much yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, Rain it look, in, boys. Look now. Um, I, I appreciate your your warm welcome, your your tidings of goodwill, and all that. My my party is a little frazzled right now, as am I. We've uh been blown up, we've been stabbed, we've been beat up by bugs. So, uh, I don't mean to be too forward, but uh, is there something we could help you with, ma'am?
0: Oi, uh, no, there's nothing I really need. I just wanted to say, say thanks for for the help, and and that we're counting on you to to, to get us out of this mess. What I need everybody to do is roll perception checks. <laughs> Check your pockets. I'm gonna say, <laughs> don't
2: count on us.
0: All right, that's a twenty-three
2: from Sig. I am uh, <laughs> so pulling out a D twenty to helpful a different one to help break streak.
3: nat one, here we go. Good come. luck, Steve
2: Oh, uh, that's it. A... It popped out of my tray, but it did land on a face. And that was uh, a natural you... 19. Yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah, yeah, buddy. He's, He's, back back in the game. He's back.
5: Hey, you know what, Steve? Don't worry about it cuz I got a nat one. <laughs> oh. oh no. on Passing it back.
0: What about you, uh, Vin? What'd you get? Vinny got a 14. 14 total. Oh, it's a 27, Mm -hmm. by the way. And so you got a 19 total, or what's your total there, Steve? Uh, 27. 27?
2: Mystics crush it. So here's the thing. I am a medical professional. I'm a legitimate doctor. And I just watch (laughs) someone's leg fall off and have no clue what's happening. But as an android who's supposed to be very bad at, like, people skills... ...fucking
0: crush it on the
2: perception. (laughs) (laughs) Well...
0: You right. notice as she's patting down, um, Tex, that she lifts the little cred stick that she just that y'all just got right out of his back pocket, and you I see. I fucking you, you pulled a super- gun on her. Oh hell no! Immediately, did I oh. notice with a twenty-three? No, you did not. I didn't notice with a twenty-three. Jeez. No, she's she's pretty good at this. Uh, very luckily noticed, and she just <clears throat> she holds up her hands. And with a shrug and a smirk, she says, "Well, it's it's hard times out there, soldier. I mean, something like this will be worth triple in a few days. Can't blame a girl for trying, can you? I'm just an aspiring aspiring businesswoman. You know, no harm, no foul." And she like goes to to handle my that
3: my aching ass, bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a
1: fucking soldier. If you don't want to get your head caved in by my good
0: friend Betty, you better leave. All, all right, all right. And she like hands you back the the credit stick to tax, and she just kind of you know? backs away slowly. She's like, "Well, uh, thank you for not killing me, and uh, we'll see you, I guess." And she's let's just, not rule that option out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I she ca- just kind of
3: I, I cast fatigue on her. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Um, Spike casting
0: And she does She just kind of floats back into the crowd Yeah
3: Well she's really tired when she does
0: yeah, yeah, If, she I, if, she I, if I had a couple more beers slowly. than me
2: If I had a couple more beers than me I would have, I would have fucking mind thrusted her
3: oh, yeah. <laughs> Well maybe that's a little much good. Right. Hey thank you so much though That was awesome
2: mm-hmm.
3: That you caught that
2: Oh yeah uh Thank you. N- not a problem, Tex.
3: Look, I didn't want sl- I, didn-
2: I didn't want some ruffian lifting your credits that you worked very hard for.
3: Yeah, well, and you know, I'll try and keep an eye out. Now I know it's like I'm in a foreign country and they got signs for pickpockets everywhere.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, she was a right cunt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got her. Got, yeah, you did. You, you, you caught her for sure. <laughs> and, Ladies and
3: gentlemen. Uh, we got him. We got him. <laughs> we got
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> we got him. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, y- you manage to get out of that with your stuff, and you make your way to the fort's quartermaster. And when you kind of step into the tent, you see a spry Yusoki uh, named Jenxer. It's a female oh. Yusoki, and she's hey, oh, operating yes. out of this mobile tech station in the back of like a half-track SDF vehicle with a tent kind of like a tarp over the top of it. And when you approach, you can hear uh, the sounds of a matter printer humming away as she smooths down a piece of metal with a belt sander. As you approach, she looks up to greet you with a toothy grin, and she says,
6: Oh, you must be the group that just made it across the bridge. Greetings! Greetings! Hopefully, the commander sets
0: you up with an allowance by now. And Jenkser gestures at a few
6: plastic containers in the vehicle behind her. I've got most of the standard issue equipment, but if you want something specially made, it'll take me a couple hours to print it up. I could probably do it with about two custom items for you. Also, I could slag anything you don't want. Uh, I just spit all over my mic. Yeah, yeah,
3: it sounds no, like... I hate look, it. Look, look, as, no. as soon as she gets done talking, like, Tex raises his eyebrows, and uh, in Akatonian says, uh... Oh, I see we got somebody with some culture around here. Uh, you wouldn't be from the Akatonian homeworld, would you?
6: Oh, well, my family's from there, but... I left when I was just a young little rousling, and I didn't like act too much not enough to do. So I've been here with the Astia for quite some time.
3: Well, it's just nice to hear someone that speaks the language. Uh, is
5: it is it
0: well, is it? I can't
6: is say nice? I can't <laughs> say that I speak it very well. You'll see right, I was we'll born just ruin with ruin my bit.
2: I am well. so glad that I saved that, uh, that, that mind thrust,
6: because, because the here it he comes! <laughs> here he comes. But it's a real pleasure to hear the, the mother tongue. I, I haven't heard it in a long time, so you've made this rat's day, and I appreciate it.
3: Well, if, yeah, if there's anything in particular you think we ought to check out, and if you wanted to throw us a little discount, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. I will roll if you want me to. I'm trying to I get I mean, I'll let you discount. roll. It's
0: going to be a high roll because they ain't got not a lot to give, but I'll let you yeah. roll. All
3: right, cool. Just straight diplomacy? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not lying or anything.
0: No, yeah, yeah.
3: That's a 19 on the die, baby. So For what's the a total? 20, 27.
0: Mm, not going to get it, DC30. Bullshit. That
6: is so good. I know. And she says, oh, listen, your sweetheart. Yes, you are. But I just can't do it because there's not enough here. I, but I will I'll tell you what I can do. And she gives you a wink. And she says, I'll give you each. I'll give you each a, a clip or a magazine for free. How about, how's that sound?
3: Oh I said, oh, perfect, right? That's that's mighty kind of you, ma'am. I really appreciate that. Uh, I desperately need one for my pistola here.
0: Uh, So what Jenkser can do for you is basically she could get you any first or second level basic melee weapon, small arm or long arm, and suits of armors that are, you know, first and second level. So basically anything out of the CRB. She can craft most technological items, weapons and armor up to third level. However, the matter printer can't produce magical or hybrid items. Uh, you can charge all your batteries, environmental protections for free here. Um, and of course, you can trade in any items that you want for 10% of their value in UPBs. Um, you know, you can kind of decide what you want to do and we'll handle that off air as well. But that's—you do have kind of a, a basic armory here. Um, and she says, she
6: says, and one thing I'll tell you too is that it's not really worth spending all your money on medical supplies. Is that we have plenty of medics here that can pass you up, whatever you need it. <laughs> you know, love. They've made.
4: Fantastic strides in the dental industry.
6: <laughs> oh well, I think it gives After me. After this a b- whole
4: war thing settles down, just you know, think about it. That's all I'm saying. Yes,
6: well, I think it gives me a bit of so Don't you think? I I can't help but agree.
3: It really does. I like Yavari you. is standing I like back you, there, Tux. and she
5: visibly shivers.
3: Like just. Ugh. I'm just trying I, to do damage control here from the person I just got a fucking you know something yeah. free off of. You're, you're right, you're right.
0: Um, so yeah, so you'll be able to, you know, spend that as you see fit, and as I said, we'll kind of handle that off air. Cool. Um, and so I guess you know, you probably really want to uh get a rest, I imagine, yes. huh? Yes, uh, yeah, this so, so yeah, when you get to the barracks, it's a large open building filled with bunk beds, uh, as you might expect expect you can get a full long rest here removing any exhausted or fatigue condition that you might have the beds aren't the beds aren't comfortable um, you know being standard military issue but at this point it doesn't matter it feels good as all your muscles just kind of sigh in collective relief as you lay down for the night Um, there's also SDF medics on hand to treat any wounds that you might have so you guys can get all the way back to full health if you aren't already And um, the next morning, bright and early, Lieutenant Gorham wakes you up again. And he says, "Uh, Midnight Squad, Commander Najiri would like to speak to you again in one hour. So please be prompt for her meeting. Um, And then you kind of have the day here in the morning to kind of head out into the courtyard and see see what the haps is. For an hour. For an hour. The The whole house for an hour.
3: I just want to address something because it's too cute not to bring up. Uh, In my head, Canon, like whenever we go and rest in our our area for the night or whatever, like I just see it in my head that like Tex curls up in the like wingspan embrace of Yvari and, (laughs) and, and. that is reflected by my squawks companion being curled up in my embrace. It's like a yeah, Russian keep, doll situation.
0: I keep forgetting you have a
2: squawks companion.
3: You Show have a squawks? Show yeah.
2: the fan art.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, need, we need it. We need That's it. That's like
0: Sig and Betty. Yeah. Sig's yeah. <laughs> S- 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 cuddled up to Betty. You know, uh, uh, we. <laughs> Natasha's <laughs> cuddled up to her pistol, I'm like
5: that's what I'm. Sure.
0: No, she's she's cuddled
2: up to her syringes. <laughs>
5: syringes,
1: yeah, a that's pile it. Of syringes. <laughs> she sleeps in a pile it's, of
2: syringes. It's completely dark in the in the in the barracks at night, and there's just the glow from her one
0: red oh, eye. Oh God.
2: <laughs> Vin is like just sprawled out haphazardly
4: halfway off of the bed and snores extremely loud. <laughs>
0: um <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, look, I live with John, dude I don't need any more uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I live with myself, you know Yeah, Adam, um,
3: you're rough, man
5: I
0: know, I almost die every night
5: I concern, um, <laughs> I concern oh, for God. you
0: <laughs> Maybe you guys shouldn't drink Wear the sleep mask <clears> oh, on <you> get, <laughs> The only way I don't wake myself up, Griffin That ship is sailed, Griffin
3: <laughs> The most severe sleep apnea
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> so the next morning as you kind of step outside into the cold weather of Siskilin, you know the sun's out, still cold um, you see that crowd has gathered around a central figure standing on a wooden crate that elevates him a few feet above everyone else it's a human man with thinning hair wearing a dirty lab coat uh, and there's quite a crowd around him kind of watching him as he speaks what do y'all do?
4: What's all this,
0: then? Vin will say and point at
4: the
3: crowd. Uh, I don't know, but I'm going to mosey on up to it, see what's going on, because I'm little. Nobody will see me.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. I'll, I'll follow. Vin so, will follow. So, yeah, as you guys get closer, you can see, you can see that on this dirty lab coat that he's wearing, um, it has on his pockets a security ID from his place of employment. Bronze Beam Research Consortium. And there's a picture on it with his name printed underneath, and it says Lochwert Z. You know, Lochwert, comma, Z. Uh, and let me show you what this guy looks like before you can kind of hear the speech that he's giving to everybody here. But this is what you, this is the man you see on this. Um, Don't like it. Yeah, he's got a real leathery face, kind of a weird sneer, big fat lips, kind of receding hairline, um, kind of grimy looking dude. And he
5: needs an exfoliator. Harsh.
0: Yeah. And he's kind of speaking to this gathered group of civilians. And you see a couple soldiers on the outside of the civilians, just kind of looking a little, a little nervous. And, and you hear this man say, the SDF forces here have no idea what is actually happening. I worked with military intelligence in Brnoa for the last six months, and the amount they discovered about the swarm in that time couldn't fill a child's datapad. The psychic connection we observed in swarm subjects is stronger here on Siskelund than anywhere else in the vast. The swarm has fortified its components' minds, bolstered its numbers, and taken the capital and probably two-thirds of the entire planet. We are outgunned here. And the only option we have is to run, or die. If you think the hundred or so soldiers here will protect you, you are sorely mistaken. If they wanted, the swarm could storm these fortifications and drag every one of us out here in our sleep. The crowd erupts in cries of fear and anger. Some of them begin to push one another and a few nearby soldiers grip their rifles tightly in anticipation of a riot. A small handful of civilians break off from the group and block your way, demanding information or action. What do you do? Wait, who blocks us? A couple couple civilians that are riled up like this. He's like, you know, frothing them into a frenzy, inciting a riot here using fear mongering.
3: Yeah, well, that's okay. Out of character. That's the problem I have. I kind of don't disagree with him but as a character like I don't like this fucking fear mongering whipping people up into you know a murderous rage kind of thing so like what, what do y'all think because I want to intervene
0: yeah your yeah, characters I I know same that same. he's speaking the truth but you're also representative of the SDF and you have to decide you know what's the. it's probably a bad situation but is this making it worse or better you know and then what you, what are you going to do about it in response, there.
3: Uh.
0: Sigurd is a trained prison guard.
3: Mm.
1: He raises okay. Betty. At this, like, at this violence, kind of pointed his direction. He raises Betty almost reflexively. Okay.
3: Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Now, everybody, calm down. Calm the fuck down. All right. Look. We are all in this thing together, all right? We all got to unite if we hope to stand any chance. Yeah, we're in dire straits. Yeah, we're under-resourced and undermanned. But if we don't pull together, we don't have a chance in hell. And this feller up here, just whipping y'all into a froth, all he's going to do is get you killed by each other. Now, how Text, fucking stupid is seems like they want to see
0: what the soldiers can do. Roll <laughs> a diplomacy check. Okay. Tex.
3: I'm just trying to be the great uniter here.
0: <laughs>
3: that is a twenty-two.
0: Total. Twenty-two. You see, uh, you see the crowd kind of start looking at each other and calming down. And one of them shouts, "Well, what are we supposed to do? We're, we're, we're sitting ducks here. I mean, yes, uh, are you going to protect us? I'm a, I'm a help. You better believe it."
3: Oh, okay. We got well, well, what you need to do is band together, look out for each other. Let's get together, build some fortifications where we can. All right?
0: As the crowd seems to kind of the agitation of the crowd seems to deflate, everybody roll a perception check.
3: Alrighty righty? <gasps> Unnatural 20. It's a 29. Unfortunately,
4: so
0: don't get on the board.
4: That's <laughs> another
0: fourteen. Another fourteen. That's a twenty-two uh, total. So, F- Tex, you you kind of see that as you've kind of moved the crowd into your the palm of your hand that this this loach work, loach work guy kind of scurries off as as everybody's distracted distracted and kind of tucks his tail between his legs and scurries off, but he kind of giving you and your crew a glare he as, as he does yeah he scowls and just kind of mumbling under his breath Oh, well, they have no odd they rah, 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 rah.
4: hey you watch your fucking mouth chap
0: and he like he just keeps walking and like stops looking at you with that threat hey, um, we, we and, definitely and, need and to keep
3: off. eyes on him um do we
5: tell can we tell like what direction he's going in like do I mean building wise or anything
0: it, there's like the barracks for the soldiers and then there's like a big tent of just cots for civilians and so he's just going At- to the to that to that area there he's just kind of backing down from his soapbox and realize that okay he's not going to go up against this um, after, after this happens you see uh, Natasha. you see one of the medics from the day before that was working on the leg come up to you and she says uh, she says to you well she says to all of you you know kind of looking at text um, but she seems to feel comfortable with you because she recognizes you a medic but she says "Uh, Dr. Lochwort has been stirring up trouble since he got here last time a handful of people ended up with black eyes and broken noses but since we won't need them this time, why don't you take these serums of healing? And, he, and she hands you a satchel containing three Mark I serums of healing. Yeah! Uh,
2: Natasio, crack open the satchel, look into it, raise an eyebrow. Are you sure your leader and commander does not need these supplies?
0: Um, they're mine to distribute as I see fit, and you have you have saved quite a lot of injury here by by breaking this up. So I think that you've earned them. Wonderful!
2: I'll be sure to put them to good use for Midnight Squadron. We take a beating, <laughs> and
6: well, sometimes give one. Sometimes less often than take. We on occasion. Give. <laughs> yeah. um, I like
4: the name Midnight Squad. Got a good ring to it. You've been hanging out with us for
1: a little while. You want to be Midnight Squad? I reckon I got no other choice, mate.
0: Well, you going to stay up till midnight. Well, <laughs> to celebrate that, That's part of the rules. The, 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 <laughs> the full formation of the Midnight jump Squad. In. I'm going to give everybody an inspiration. So go Ooh, ahead. Hey, yeah. yeah. Oh,
3: nice. And you know,
0: if this is the your first time listening to Southern Tomfoolery, one of the we do on that show is uh, give out inspiration so they start at plus 2 but once you get to level 3 they go up to plus 3
1: I'm going to save mine to level 3
0: so yeah you can just draw draw a card out there just to kind of mark it um, on roll 20 and so you now each have those and you roll that before drawing a or before rolling any d20 of your choice right but you have to use it before the roll um. So the, that hour is, you know, coming up on you. You've made your your requisition form request with the um, with the Yasoki, your favorite, with Jinxer,
6: <laughs> with Jinxa, <Jankta, Jankta>.
0: Um <laughs> And so you, you you return to Commander Najiri's new office. And when the lieutenant opens the door, you, you see her practicing a few sidekicks. And she's still a little off balance, but she's trying to break in her new prosthetic leg. The chamber has been tidied a bit. The blood's gone. The ruined leg is gone. Um, and you see a holographic map of the surrounding region projected onto one wall. And as you look, you can see that the map shows that the swarm is winning this war you know that it's like color coded to see that the swarm has basically literally covered two thirds of the planet and it doesn't look like that that's going down anytime <laughs> soon oh we're so
3: fucked
0: <laughs> yeah it's so bad if
3: not for the knowledge that we're in an ap it's like yeah. Let's, yeah. let's just go yeah. <laughs> like,
0: hey maybe just, just leave suicide right? pact right now or what well, like the, let's the, do the it. problem is that, yeah there's nowhere to go um we're, We're going to, to find another
1: G- planet where it's midnight and head yeah. there.
0: So Commander Njiri offers you all small tin cups filled with hot coffee. And she speaks to you and she says, Earlier this morning, I received a call from President Daglon. Suskillin is lost. And she gestures at the map. In a few days, this is all going to be swarm country. But we still have a lot of work to do before we let them have it. Get suited up, because we're scuttling the fort in an hour to make our way west via convoy into the Satawa region to assist with the planetary evacuation. It is the end of this world, soldiers. It is time for us to leave. Um, um, and she dismisses you without giving you time for any further questions, explaining that she has to give orders to the rest of the camp and notify the civilians. Um... At this time, you can return to the Quartermaster and receive all the new equipment that you ordered. And if you wish, you can volunteer to help the civilians pack up into large armored personnel carriers. The mood is very, very grim.
3: I... When I can, I would... I, would, I mean, I'd bring it to the party, but particularly Sigurd and my boon companion. <clears throat> I'd be like, look, you, you guys are kind of the, the muscle here. I think we should help these people out as much as we could. It'd go a long way uh, to endear them to us, at, at least in the short term.
1: Hey, if I got the star here by my side, I'm hundred percent in.
5: Well, I'm always happy to help. You know me. what
1: else I have to do? Real quick, gotta take a pee. <laughs> I'll be right back. And a lot of whiskey. I, Just give me like two minutes.
0: All right, so you guys are helping out the crew. Sigurd is going to take a leak somewhere, off in the side. Hopefully, he doesn't get eaten by a swarm. You know, that's how everybody dies in, in these kind of things. They go, yep. they, they break from the party, they go off by themselves, and they get. Is this is a horror movie because I'm the only red guy. <laughs> kind of <worrying. laughs> <laughs> Fucking
2: Christ! <laughs>
0: I need you to give me your inspiration back, Griffin. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take two. Thanks. <laughs> um so yeah i mean the mood is real bad now i will say that you see um anicia helping out too you know what i mean you guys kind of see and i and i'll tell you who you don't see helping out is the doctor um uh loach he's just kind of like he's got people helping him and he's just kind of like complaining about his back or something and he's not really doing he's like already sitting on one of the uh, convoy trucks, you know,
3: look, I'm not a big tough guy, but I wouldn't be mad if one of you big tough guys went and fucking at least scolded him,
6: you know,
0: he's kind of far off. You know, you, you would definitely be like making a point to do that. Now you're more than welcome to do that, but just kind of giving you the picture here. Um, the commander, she's, she's up at the front of the convoy and the Lieutenant comes back to you. Lieutenant Gorham comes back to you and says, uh, your assignment will be to be in the rear guard. Uh, I would like you to operate the mounted weapons on this SDF mobile Striker, and it's like this is one of the more heavily armored assault vehicles that have seen a lot of use during this war. Um, the Striker already has a driver, a tired-looking human soldier, and there's a pair of machine guns and a pair of flak cannons, flak cannons. Mounted on the back of it, so there's like four like gunnery positions on the back. Uh, you guys can choose whichever ones you want to mount up on, as you know. For for this combat, which one has the highest built-in to hit to it? Uh, so if you so the the flat cannons are for like they're defensive. Sh- they're shotguns. Yeah. Well, they're like for defensive like. Measures against things being attacked at you, right? They can shoot stuff out of the air. Their idea is to kind of like give, you know. I mean, that's like think about the flat cannons on your starships. You know that they're they're like there to distract torpedoes. It's like or chaff. To, yeah, right, right. And then the machine guns look the same. It's just a pair of the same type of machine guns. Big, you know, big mounted heavy weapons. There. So, so
3: the look. I mean, meta gaming. The people with the highest deck should be on the machi- machine machine right. guns.
0: All right,
3: I got a, a
4: plus three. three. I have a full BAB. I don't
1: have a full BAB,
4: so I have just
1: a plus
3: three. I have a plus three as well.
1: So I'll take a machine gun.
2: My ranged attack is at a plus two, so I'm either the odd man out or maybe on a flak.
3: What What about you, Emily?
5: Uh, She's strength, strength character. got a. Uh... Uh, plus one to
0: Dex. Okay, but you have so, a
2: plus one BAB, so you're even with yeah. Um, yeah. Natasi. Yeah. yeah, let's let's have you jump on the cannon then instead of me. I'm a support character anyway in combat, so it wouldn't make sense for the soldier to like kind of hang out. You know, well, you know what I'm saying? Like th- thematically, it yeah. doesn't make no, a lot well, of sense.
3: Well, and you're good at perception, right? Yep. Yeah. So you keep eyes out for what for the situation. Just on. eye out, but yes. You you take just one. Yeah, eye. Yeah, one eye. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, you just, you you take kind of the the captain role in this situation. We'll all jump on a gun.
1: So, which of um, does our drow or it's, halfling friend want to take the other machine gun?
3: I'll
4: take the other machine gun. That, that's something yeah, that then would be. Into. I'll take
3: a flat cannon. I like that. Sig would
1: be like, be like ha, "Watch and learn, buddy. Let's go, Vin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it."
4: Oh no, I'm talking. To or- God damn it! <laughs> this is gonna be so hard, man.
0: You gotta, you gotta just, you know. I'm work working on it, on yeah, it bro. Come on, on it, man. You know. I'm working on it. No, you're doing a workshop. This saying. it's fine. I have heard good.
1: you talk a lot of ways. <laughs> so, so we get
3: a plus one because the two soul bonded people are both on the flat cannons, right? Oh no, you're. Uh, yeah, you're you're a flat cannon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Is that an actual thing, or are you just trying to get one over on me? Yes. 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 (laughs) Wink. Well said. So let's put you on kind of a world map. How's that sound?
1: Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. I love it. (laughs) Situational.
5: Um.
0: Okay. So the convoy begins in in earnest, right? And it's heading west on roads and highways that have been cleared of vehicles uh, you guys kind of see Fort Gallant proceed away from you as the, that was like the last defensible position and, and it kind of sinks into you all that like you are giving up on Suskillin like this is full retreat we are evacuating the planet like wholesale evacuation and I want to know like how are each of your characters feeling about that so I'm going to start with with Sigurd like what is Sigurd feeling about you know the swarm invasion what's happened so far and the fact that this whole planet has is, is being conceded to the swarm
1: I think Sigurd is falling apart a little bit mentally I mm-hmm. think he tries to keep like the you know I am the shield that blocks for the The, rest of the the party. The realms of men. The realm. I'm the shield (laughs) of the realm. Uh, He tries to keep that persona up but it might be in tandem with the entropy that he's dealing with that he's finding like within him that he's using extensively here and it's just like it's fucking with his head a little bit. Things are getting fuzzy. Things are getting a little bit more chaotic He's feeling like he—he he came from being a prison guard. He understands guarding things. He doesn't understand retreating, and I think that's what's eating him. And he's in his head. It, that gray swirl that he brings on his weapons is swirling around his neurons, and it's tearing him apart a little
0: bit. Hmm. Tough. What about, uh, let's, what about Tex? Tex
3: is a former outlaw who's trying to make, if not a better, a more noble and purposeful life for himself, uh, which was spurred by his relationship with, uh, his dragon companion here. Um, so, in a weird way, he's kind of like, He's high on the purpose of it all. This is a noble purpose to him. He is about it. Uh, even if it seems like the situation is dire, he wants to be as useful and as heavily involved as he can. And also, what we're driving into feels very much like outlaw country. You know? Outlaw um, country. So, so, so he, it's not so much that he's in a good mood. It's that he feels like he can make a difference here
0: so so he's kind of stealing himself for what's to come yeah um okay so as the two of you are thinking this you kind of hear over the the comm units uh uh, basically a countdown starting for the controlled explosion of fort gallant and so you guys are having these thoughts how is um feeling about all this
5: So Yvari would kind of be, like, checking in on Tex a little bit and seeing that he's kind of, like you said, not excited necessarily, but kind of hopped up on the the purpose of it. Um, She's nervous. She's very, very nervous, not only because one of her prime directives, her personal prime directives, is to keep Tex safe. Mm -hmm and also the other people who are like under her wing as it were hmm. um not only the other members of the party but the other civilians mm-hmm. um you know she she would have been helping them pack and and get everything kind of get out of there as quickly as possible and i mean she's she's really worried um because the map pretty much showed it all you know this place is fucking gone it's done mm-hmm. um so she's just trying to keep her head on a swivel Keep an eye out on text Because God knows what he'll do He hasn't and, made it uh, easy on you at all He hasn't <laughs> made it easy uh, Yeah But yeah, she's nervous
0: So as the cold wind bites through your skin How is Cora 6 To some Natasi to others Feeling about this
2: Um So Yes, I, I, I imagine um, it's kind of like when you're you're driving in the warthog in, mm. in in Halo, the the one like useless person in the shotgun seat who's like kind of propped up <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's 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 kind of her. So yeah, you're right. Um, just cold air blowing over her, but she's not. She, when she's exhaling into the cold, she doesn't she doesn't produce anything. A- actually, I, I said that incorrectly. She's not even exhaling. Um, right. She's got this real uncanny valley thing going and if you were to peer inside her head a little bit um, it almost doesn't register at all to her that the planet is falling or what that means honestly she she doesn't care like she has seen so much death and loss either on the battlefield or on her own operating table that um, that the planet is is just kind of inconceivable to her it's just a big big statistic. Like She's locked into this squad. She's locked into the survivors from this fort that we just left. She's going to try and keep them alive, and that is her prime directive. There's no... There's no empathy for the two-thirds of the world that have already fallen. It's just the here, now, and we need to get out.
0: The countdown's ticking. About 30 seconds left. What is our newest member of the Midnight Squad feeling Vin, you, you know you just kind of joined up after losing your last squad What? how are you feeling about this?
5: Uh,
4: well Vin is uh, first of all filled with a lot of regret for having uh, joined up with the SDF in the first place uh, because that was a fucking nightmare but uh, he also knows the planet is, is lost and is overjoyed to be getting the fuck off this God's Forsaken Rock. Look, s- that.
3: look, Zach, you need to chill out. The STF is a moderately successful podcast that you're a part of, okay?
1: <laughs> 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 Dude, stop stop shitting on your own. <laughs> don't
4: shit
0: where it's you eat. Right, right. So don't shit where you eat, man. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Yeah, so you guys are all kind of in your thoughts thinking about this, hoping you know, to any deities that you might worship or Internalizing whatever you need to, to to just kind of steel yourself to to get off because you know that the swarm is coming and being in the rear guard you guys have the perfect view as you see that the encampment it is engulfed in an explosion as the fort explodes like all, as the countdown goes down is that you know you know that the third the 3rd Battalion is doing their thing with their with their bombs. And Fort Gallant falls. Now this was a controlled fall by by the SDF, but it, it's a visceral reminder that everything is lost. And you guys kind of just sit there quietly watching as the smoke pours from the from from Fort Gallant. The sound kind of resonates through the desert the landscape, and then it becomes eerily silent, but for the wind that's blowing.
3: And, and Credence and, Clearwater Revival starts playing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> About an hour after the convoy has left Fort Gallant, you start to hear a distant buzzing. It's <sighs> growing louder and louder. <sighs> but this isn't the buzzing of of a singular swarm component that you've heard before. This is like, as it grows louder, it starts actually vibrating a little bit in your chest. And you see a small swarm starship crest the frozen hillside behind you and approaching the convoy from the rear. As it gets closer, the vessel launches a pulsing green torpedo the weapon explodes only a few dozen feet away engulfing the cabin of the of your mobile striker in a gout of acid the driver screams as his flesh melts away from his face in pain and then slumps lifeless against the steering yoke causing the vehicle to list to one side and i need you to finish your drinks because we'll fucking see you. oh,
3: oh my god. What, god what are these six. flat cannons even for
5: for getting acided on, I guess. You know what, Adam? We will see. You. We'll see. You. Yeah, we'll see.
1: It. We'll see if we see you.
5: We will oh see if we God. see you. We we're fighting a
1: starship. Swarm. <laughs> okay,
5: question: Are you supposed to be able to? More like win
1: Attack this? Of the OPGM bullshit?
5: Yes.